welcome back everybody to another episode of the mismatch misfits uh it's been a minute uh today uh let me start that again i am your host david david literacy uh today i am joined by my two good friends uh someone who you rarely see pop off <laughs> pop in here every now and then mr brian Lindsay. you want to say something brian you want to say hi to the people Man, what's going on, people? On the next episode, man, of Mismatch Misfits. Man, we got some news you can use. And today's topic, man, is to get you talking about black excellence. So let's see what we got today with our next co-host. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, for our next co-host, we have uh, Mr. David, Mr. Yusuf himself. Uh, someone who I want to have on here because... He would be a good example for me of excellence. So, David, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes, I'm David, Mr. Yuso himself, as David said. Um, I'm more than appreciated to be joining the Miss Mitch Miss. How do you say it? What is it? Mismatch Misfits. Mismatch Misfits. And yes, I am super excited for this opportunity to talk about the black culture and just to dive deep into it. All right. All right. Oh, shit. All right. Um, just a just a little a, a little tip. You wanna uh, talk a little bit about, about yourself, David, about what you do. We've seen Brian here a couple times. We know Brian is just existing yeah. around with us. So my name is David. Like I like once again, and um, I have a, my own clothing brand as of right now. It's not some as big at the moment, but I do. I am um, manifesting that it does get bigger in the future. But I am a full-time worker at Office Depot trying to, you know, scrap up some change for investment for my business. Um, other than that, I try to enjoy life and live it to the fullest and uh, try not to think so much about, you know, my surroundings. And if I do, um, I allow positive surroundings into my life and I block out the negative. I wonder how you are a friend. <laughs> we 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 carry a lot of negative anyways <laughs> anyways so yeah like uh like both of my co-hosts and co-hosts said they are of the melanated kind they are very uh beautiful glazed chocolate glazed uh they are my good black friends so i wanted to have them along because i am not black i am brown i am hispanic i'm mexican so i don't have a lot of input in this uh it's not like i could just say something that's where i don't belong that's not something that i'm a part of so i wanted to have them to to uh you know explain this to me to kind of teach me what they know in their point of view and also a bonus these are two different generations so we have mr brian over here who is from my generation the old school the 90s who grew up with you know the ogs as you could say you know we had people older than us who taught us how to live life and Mr. David here, uh, Mr. David here is from, uh, what would be, uh, Gen Z. Gen Z, most definitely. Yeah, Gen Z, much younger. The internet age. He came up in the internet age. He is, you know, of a modern upbringing. So you know, this is also two very opposing views. You know, two different worlds of the same world. Two different, uh, you know, upbringings. 
So I wanted to have the input. So my first question to you guys, and um, you don't. This, there doesn't have to be specifics, and again, you don't have to relay any personal information. But you know, uh, whatever you're comfortable with, um, explain to me in your words what is black culture. Uh, David, I want to start with you. Oh, can you can you actually start with Brian? Okay. okay. <laughs> it ain't black culture. <laughs> I just want to hear the OG speak. You feel me? Oh, oh, wow. oh bet, bet, bet. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Man. What is black culture to you? Man, what is black culture? Yeah. It's what you contribute. It's, it's what we contribute to others. Okay. Like, for instance, man. Yes. Hmm. Without us, there wouldn't be no music, no form of music, because we were the original ones to have rhythm. And we were the original ones. Let me give you a time period. Man, after the Civil War, there were two individuals that would go around. Well, after the slaves were free, there were two individuals that that went around as clowns uh, dressed up as blackface. And they were you... um, they were making, they were mocking slavery in the end of it, right? Yeah. And out of that came music, and we started doing blues and jazz. And if you watch how music has evolved throughout the years, you've gotten rock and roll, you've gotten, I mean, you name it, rap, hip hop, country. Rock. So we contribute to, a, yeah, rock. I mean, we contribute to a lot, not just music wise, but I mean, food, you name it. Um, influence is wide. Influence, yeah, it's worldwide. <laughs> even even as inventors, like the comment, something's common as uh the stoplight, bro. We've we've done it all, but the problem is, even with the excellence, sometimes gets suppressed, okay. and so we've we've been put on the back burner. Okay, of all of our comp- accomplishments that we've uh, done over the years and over the many countries. Too. Mm. Okay. So to you, to you, culture is what you've contributed to. It's what, mm. what, um, yeah, what has derived from you, like your history. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Just in simpler terms, it's your history. Yes. Okay. David, what is a uh, black culture to you? I think black culture is what we're living in an everyday basis. And um, to break that down into like, you know, be more specific uh, as far as to like, you know, everything that we do to dancing, to music or what music we listen to, as far as the slangs that we say, you know, I feel like that all came from black culture. Um, and as Brian said, you know, we've been on a back burner, so we don't really get the recognition and uh, like, you know how we're supposed to but yeah really you know if if it wasn't for the black culture most of the stuff that we have in modern time or this modern day yeah it wouldn't be here you know it would i feel like it would be like an unseasoned world and you know i feel like the black culture <laughs> was able to add a lot of seasoning into it like how you say unseasoned world fact <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean like I said, I don't, I don't know. Like, for me, this is from the outside looking in, because this isn't something that you know. I was just exposed to 
black culture, but by black culture, I mean black media. So I grew up listening to hip hop. I grew up watching black movies. You know, I grew up in surrounded by uh, in black neighborhoods, surrounded by black people, black you know all types of different people, old heads, uh, OGs, you know everybody. So I, I learned, you know, a lot from just these people growing up. Uh, so I just wanted y'all inputs. Okay, uh, Brian. Yes. So you see, so you say that uh, that black culture to you is the the history, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, would you consider that to be? Hmm, let me hold on. Let me let me rephrase that. Would you say that uh, your history equates to excellence? To you know. To be excellent, to make to to be better, I guess. You, you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I, I would say yes and no. Okay, elaborate on that question. Um, let me see. Let me. Uh, do Do you think that your definition of black culture equates or is what? brings about black excellence you know because to me to me right I'm, I'm not too sure to me these two words always seem to be synonymous like put to be synonymous with each other but uh to me i want to know the correlation between these two words or you know uh, does that make you like does black culture in your definition would be the same as black excellence In other words, in other words, break down the, the two words of black excellence. You got black itself and not only what it means to be black and what and how we are portrayed or seen as black. And then you go and add the word excellence to it and the definition of that to be something that is, is great of or, you know, to excel in, you know, or to go above, you know, that's why I say. I mean, yes, there are great things that we've contributed throughout many, many things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there are things not not to make this political, but there are certain things that we could do better with otherwise of what we're using our time with. There's other things that we could do to make us even more excellent. But I feel like that title was just a title just to be given, you know, kind of like um, like a cop out. Yeah, you know. But do you feel like we deserve that title? Same. No. What? No. And why do you say that as a black person speaking? Oh. <laughs> no. Are you going to behave? Yeah. No, no. I mean. Lash out. I want to hear it. No, get, no. I like. I'm genuinely like curious. Like, why do you feel like we do not deserve that title of black excellence? Okay, you know, I feel down. like, I feel like, you know, <laughs> excellence. I feel like that's kind of you know. Okay, for example, I feel like white people believe that they're like this superior, excellent people. You feel me? And I feel like we kind of stole that title. So why do you feel like us black community are not is not able to get that title? Or does uh, it don't deserve it? Damn, that's a good no, question. Yeah. No, it's not above. No, it's not nothing to correlate with that. 
No, it's it's uh, it's it's more. We become more mediocre, you know. Mediocre as in how we could be more greater. I I in a, in certain like I said about the music. You mean, uh, there's a lot more. Uh, it could it could be a lot more done and a lot more uh, expiring, a lot more. It should it should, it should be more culture. So yeah, I, I feel like there's more ignorance holding us back to becoming black excellence. Do you ever feel like there was a period, like a time period, where yes, we were like excellent? Yes. And what time period would you believe Seven, that? Eight. And Seven, why is that? What, what was the black community doing to kind of you know hold that position? We were vibrant. We were beautiful. We had structure. We had man. We had power in a way that was for unseen as as a people but later on through people's fear of that excellence led to a lot of the breaking down of it yes 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 i'm catching on i don't really want to talk about the era but you know the late 80s and early 90s you know what i'm saying i'm catching on to what you're saying but when you say fear, what do you mean by fear? Like what? Like if you would compare today's modern time to eighties and nineties, what drifted that away from it? Does that make sense? Am I doing yeah. that right? No, I, yeah, yeah, no, I get, I get it. No, I get you. I got, like I said again, it was, it was power. It was that you we know, were all like, focused. We were all, we were all on one page when it came down how we how we presented ourselves how we carried ourselves how we moved you know how we were seen now it's it's a conquering vibe game with us you know um i don't know just back then we were just more vibrant we were more beautiful you know now i believe you know when you just black excellence i mean yes it yeah it's there I mean, there are people now that are doing great things to go and be out to get us noticed, uh, to, you know, spread the awareness, you know, as far as the beauty of not just both male and female, but just everything that we do as far, even as far as like, now we're finally getting known for, you know, like little stuff like, uh, I, our, our hair shampoo, you know, I'm no, I'm starting noticing a lot of different people, you know, going natural. Um, you mean like what I'm doing? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you're saying that uh, there there was that that point where it got diluted, the power, yeah. the culture, the 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 uh, like I said, the strut, the way that people walk, the way you held yourself got diluted, and you put and you got pushed down. Like, which is until now when people are starting to put it more out there, you know, now you see more art artists, you know, uh, like not just like music artists, but I mean like, uh, creators like David over here, you know, doing his own clothing brand. You got your own, you, you people, you have your painters, you have your, you know, your, uh, what is it? Uh, people who make buildings, all that architects, all that stuff. Is that what you mean? Yes. 
Mm. We need to be involved more. Mm. Do you think that at some point, uh, you know, do you think that the culture evolved to something good or devolved? After your question, Ava, I have a question for Brian. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Uh, oh, I, th- I, th- oh, I thought you was answering David's question. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, go ahead. Tell, say your question. Okay, right. so Brian, do you believe when, you know, black culture, remember, you know, when Selma time, like, you know, when we were divided with the whites, do you feel like that was kind of like a good thing? Like, do you feel like sometimes black needs to kind of divide away from other culture and just kind of be within their self does that make sense like meaning do you believe it's segregation yeah like as in like the Jim Crow like yeah it sounds as bad saying it it. it sounds bad it sounds bad but like Like, you know during that time I believe that's when black people are able to unite you know compared to like nowadays black you got black on black killings and you got all sorts of you know if another black person sees another man winning it's like jealousy and it's like it's not it's not really viewed how how it was when during segregation time. Does that make sense? Yes. There's, there's not a lot of unity. So, yes. No unity at all. Do you believe like segregation was kind of like a good thing for the blacks? I'm not saying like, you know, I mean besides the bad side, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um uh, well let me let me get deep in that. In my personal opinion, yeah. And I don't mean to a disclaimer. I don't mean to offend anybody, but yes, I do believe when we were segregated at, at one point in time, I believe that's when we had power too. But we didn't. But our 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 people didn't see it like that, you know, because we were too busy wanting to be accepted, as far as being able to vote, being able to sit at certain restaurants and spend money. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to eat good just as just as anybody else. Yeah. Wanted to enjoy a movie theater just like anybody else. You know, walk across a certain street and not feel some type of way. Um, but the thing about it was at the same time, it, it was like having a superpower. Yeah. At the same time, like when you don't want to have nobody messing with you or you know what I'm saying, like, you know, they don't. Yeah. Um uh, it's, it's, it was a movie that came on Netflix about something similar to like that uh like like i think it's a don't touch my hair or or something like that you know but don't get me wrong i love it now don't get me wrong i love being able to um you know the the quote-unquote freedoms we all have yes now as far as as far as the anti-segregation i I love it i love mixing with different race people i can't say i didn't benefit from it because i'm in an interracial relationship so I love it, goddamn. But mm-hmm, <laughs> as far as people, <laughs> we should have taken advantage of certain structures that was there. But I don't think nobody really just knew because we were just too focused on merging instead of, well, all right, well, let's just do what we got to do for ourselves until, you know, that come later, you know? Yeah. Cool. Okay. What, so what, whatever happened to Harriet Tubman being on the twenty dollar bill? That's the main question. Oh yeah, see that that was supposed to be a thing, huh? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that, man. 
Why no. not? Symbolically, no, bro. No, you don't. No, because now, no. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why not? I feel like there's too many, you know, white faces on like dollar bills, and there's not even a single black person. Hey, man, how deep can we get in, in, into this, man? Hey, uh, you go ahead as deep as you want to. I'm just here to 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 learn and to you know. Because I'm trying to learn about you know my culture, of course. Like I know enough but i feel like i don't know a lot of pieces i mean hey like no you're here to express what you know and you know if you learn from something you know if you learn something new you learn something new so i'm 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 just a third like i said i'm a third party i'm someone from outside looking in i've lived surrounded by it but then again i have no input because you know i just learned what was taught to me no but, you know, I just learned from the history books. But then again, you know, the winner writes the history books. So there's a, a lot of stuff that's been, you know, forged, erased, altered, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm here learning. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm here trying to see, I'm, I'm here just to see how you feel, both of you feel about, the culture, how it is today, and like you said, David, how it has evolved, how it has evolved from the point to where you feel like it was better. Does that make sense? It does. Hmm. Oh, and but, uh, the Harriet Tubman twenty dollar bill is not gonna be out till twenty thirty. Oh. Yeah. So you got like seven years for it to be printed nah, you got 20, you got seven years you'll be all right that's if the dollar still holds value well, I, I just about to say that's why i'm gonna say no simple for simple fact bro that currency is not backed by nothing so and then it's slave money as well so you're gonna put a woman that went out and and did her thing for years until until she freed slaves all the way to her death to put her on a twenty dollar bill that ain't backed by nothing. And then that twenty dollar bill is enslaved by the Federal Reserve. Disclaimer. Oh, I mean, yeah. no. <laughs> okay, twenty dollar bill is a little like okay. It should be a little higher in my opinion. But at the same time. I feel like some recognition should go out for, um, you know, for her, of course, for being able to free sl- the slaves. Yeah. Yep. The only mm-hmm. thing, the only thing that my culture has to do with, you know, black culture where it intertwined, intermingled, is that little pocket of Mexico that we have where uh, all the, the, the freed slaves ran to. Facts. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I forgot what it's called, but yeah, that's that's where the, uh, we have most of the Afro Latino people in our in our culture. But, and there's a there's a spot in Central. My bad, I'm sorry. There's a Central uh, there's a spot in Central Africa that's the same as well too. That they're um Afro Latino. Mm-hmm. In Africa, yeah, in Central Africa, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we go way back. It go way even back to the ancient times. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of the food that we have is also influenced by mm-hmm. uh, 
Af- mm-hmm. uh, African delicacies. Yeah. I said it all the time. I said it all the time. Food, you, you name it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the only reason is, the only thing that it's evolved is just, we don't have the same, like, the same ingredients don't grow everywhere. Yes, so, facts. So, what well, would be, I guess, what is it? Uh, what would be the dough for fufu is the dough that we make for uh, two bolillos for pozole and menudo. Mm. Really, that's what y'all use for pozole and menudo. We use mm. bread. Yeah, white uh, the white bread. We don't use the same dough, but it's yeah. we we use the bread and eat it the, almost the same way. Y'all yeah, just... need to me some menudo. <laughs> I can hook you up. I know someone who sells it who sells it regularly. Hook me up, bro. Hook me up. Or Brian, tell your tell your tell your wife to make some for me, bro. <laughs> Please. I'm fucking hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, m- most of them live. The most of the Afro Mexican population is concentrated in six states: in uh, Guerrero, Mexico State, the capital; Veracruz, Oaxaca, Mexico City, and Jalisco. Guerrero being the the, the most uh, densely populated one. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. They don't know. <laughs> What's funny is Mexico has a lot of... Uh, uh, it's also a, pl- a breeding ground of many different cultures. Like, hmm. there's a lot of uh, uh, Asian influence in uh, in certain parts, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole like mixing pot of just cultures and people, but you know. Just like so everybody Mark. just like everybody else, you know, uh we're taught to prefer light skin, blue eyes, blonde hair. Yeah. Hmm. So why do you why do y'all believe like okay, for some reason um, I feel like some people would be like, okay, they'd be like, okay, a, a black girl's not my type because, you know, they get to the stereotypical of like, black girls are rude and da 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 da. Yeah. Why do y'all believe that? Why do we believe that? Like, why do you believe people make up that stereotypical of like black girls, like being as such? Uh, remember what I said that we were, uh, that we, uh, I was raised around a lot of black media. Right. So a lot of that black media, all I like, all we would have would just be the stereotypical uh, things, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we did have, like, you, you did have, like, over here in Hollywood, you did have like the feel-good movies. You mm-hmm. had the wholesome movies. You had the ones where you know you showed uh, black families being, you know close and empowering and you know they would carry one each other uh each other like that mm-hmm. uh but we like uh like i said just like in hollywood we had a lot of um uh, the same uh the same stereotypes where uh you know uh they will portray darker skin as being loud obnoxious uh you know dirty uh uh, no, the word like the bottom 
yeah. all I can remember. Like, if you were to see a novella from like the nineties, everybody who's darker than you know, who's darker than this fucking light bulb, uh, would be a servant. Would be the groundskeeper. Would be, you know, the driver. They would never be the ones inside the the mansion. You know, with like two or three or four cars and you know this latin beautiful nice lush lush landscape and they would be the people that were always you know screaming having loud parties you know so this is something that we were that well me in my experience i was uh trained to see for a long for a long time and it's also the same thing to everybody else to a lot of you can ask a lot of uh darks darker skinned Mexicans you know darker skinned uh people like I'm I'm brown I'm decent colored I'm I guess caramel colored uh I'm brown brown like I am brown I'm brown as sand uh so I, st- I I'm still under the radar of like I cannot be in TV because every host that you see is a lot lighter than me. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot more fair skinned. So, you know, we live through that prejudice of like, hey, you know, you're not, you're not up to standard. You know? Even though most of Mexican culture, most of Mexican people are, uh, are, you know, brown, are darker there. You know, we have, uh, as a skin tone it's like a smaller percentage of light skin of white mexicans yeah that's true but you know that's just how we were raced to believe they were, we're always told uh to never find someone darker to always find uh to always when we, when we to come to the united states is to always find a white person marry them have white children and american dream But you know, I got a question. Yeah. So, Brian. Yes. You know, this is uh, with all due respect. I, I don't mean to disrespect your relationship, but do you feel like another culture, like another woman, like you know, outside of your culture, is able to understand like your struggle as a black man? Does that make sense? No. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend was like, I'm sorry, I probably act like it doesn't make sense a lot because, like, I try to make sure it makes like perfect sense. No, you're fine. You, you know, you're trying to get your point across. Yeah, my lady was telling me, like, I feel like, you know, black people should kind of look for, like, you know, other black girls because, um, you know, there's like black dudes that love snow bunnies, but sometimes those opposite, you know, culture is not able to understand a black man's struggle. Like, getting pulled over driving a nice car you know a black man you know fearing for his life if he's gonna get shot or if the cop is gonna think that he stole the car in reality it's his like a a white woman would understand that because you know that's normal for them or any other race would understand you know a black man's culture so how were you able to kind of i guess tell your wife about that like like kind of i don't know how to put it but like like, no, I give yeah. how can I make her aware of just like of just like being I I know I get what you're asking as far mm-hmm. as like 
to help help if as far as being in an interracial relationship yeah. how okay. can i you know drop that knowledge yeah, of, as a of like black culture a, yeah. a black woman will be able to understand a black man's struggle because you know y'all are both in the same culture wise yeah but with mm-hmm. the opposite culture it's like a lot different well well uh well, depending on where they was like from or raised I was about to say, like in in Brian's case, he's married to to a to a Mexican woman, right? So, wow. Well, I'm gonna let Brian explain their their situation. Yeah, so I ain't gonna lie, you know, like again, you know, uh, my <clears> wife is Mexican. <throat> she grew up in a predominantly black community as well, both black and Mexican. So she saw it. Um, okay, and um, yes. And her sisters have black too. So okay. she grew up already understanding the culture. Like, believe me, I ain't have to really put her on shit because she was already listening to hip hop as far <laughs> as the music. She already, you know, seen a couple of our movies, you know, like Soul Food, uh, Juice, you know, yeah. stuff like, you know what I'm saying, Men's Society. So she was already hip to the culture. And, you know, she has two young boys. So she knows the the dangers, the pros and cons. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to actually have her speak. Okay. Well, welcome, right. Miss Lindsay. <laughs> Hello, Miss Lindsay. Hi. Hi, Tanya. Hey. So, in my situation, it's very unique because, like Brian said, my sister is half black. Mm-hmm. And my sister, you can very noticeably tell that she is a mixed, mm-hmm. you know, race. So mm-hmm. growing up, my sister didn't grow up as a Mexican woman because obviously she looked black. So she well, she grew up as a black woman because she did experience racism at a, at a young age. And I saw that growing up. So I was already aware and learned and firsthand saw the racism towards my sister. Mm-hmm. So I was able to definitely understand because I first saw firsthand saw it happening to my sister my blood my you know like i saw it right there like in front of me to your own family yeah exactly so i kind of already was very very aware at a very young age Mm. about certain things like that you know my sister you know had the typical (laughs) i'm not you know Mm. typical stereotype you know you know, didn't have their dad involved in their life. Dad was in and out of prison, you know, drugs mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, you know, from a young age, you know, we we grew up knowing these things and I was aware of these things. So mm-hmm. I had to I, I was very, very protective of my sister because as a black woman, seeing how she was treated, I didn't like it. Yeah. So I'm so I know you know, how it would make my sister feel. So firsthand. So I, I always, I'm always defending black women because my sister is a black woman. So from a young age, I was exposed to that. So I feel like it depends on when you're, if you're, you know, learning and being taught things at a young age. Yeah. I I feel like it, like you can relate. And also being Mexican, you know, <laughs> yeah. we have we have stereotypes out here too. You know, they that they be saying about us. So, oh, yeah. no, it's our cultures. I feel like our cultures are very similar. Oh, but gosh. we, you know, like same thing with police. You know, yes, you know, you know, it's different for black men. Definitely, out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like it doesn't matter who you are. 
even black women is different. Like a black woman is different from a black man. Yeah. A black woman might not understand a black man's uh, life or what he goes through. Just like a black man might not understand a black woman's experiences either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's like, it just depends. Like everyone's different. Everybody's going through a struggle, but it just sucks that it gets very, I guess it gets very in like focused. Alienated and focused on one color. Magnified on just black people and it's not cool. Yeah. So I, so I mean, you know, it just depends to like, you know, if you're willing to want to learn too, because. You can't be very you can't be ignorant on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thank you, Miss Lindsay. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Pros and cons to Black Excellency, man. There's pros and cons. I, I was gonna ask, but uh, uh, you know, <laughs> she she went away. I was gonna ask her uh, uh, if um, if people didn't believe that that was her sister. Um. Yeah. Sometimes they would think that we were just friends. <laughs> but we're very like different in ages like very different we're like four years apart ah uh, okay yeah because I, I, I would see that a lot and I'm a 90s baby so our generations are very different mm. y'all making me feel young <laughs> bro you are the youngest one that's what I'm telling you. You are a whole different generation. We are almost 10 years older than you. That's why I love to learn about older generations. No, in fact, we are 10 years older than you. But I'm glad you do, though. <laughs> like, pick up on that. That's the thing. Is That's another thing, too, is that there's a large... Uh, there's a large gap of respect from the older culture, the older generation, and to the younger one. Like, even right now between us three right here, like, me and Brian are the same age, like, year apart. So, we're in the same, we're in the same cluster. But you, David, you're, uh, 10 years younger. But you have that, you have that respect for... Yeah, I'm still locked in. Yeah, you have that respect for the older generation. You still take in. But what I don't see is, is a lot of respect from other people of your generation to, no. To us, to people who are, you know, like just a little bit older. Yeah. Make they it call so- it dinosaurs, man. <laughs> I ain't that old yet. I, mm. People say I look younger than I do, than I am. So I'll take that. Mm, I am you young. Be, you know, we had dial up days, man. Everything for them is just connected already. <laughs> well, they didn't have cables, <laughs> mm. Every, everything was wireless. David, was everything wireless for you whenever you were growing up? Wireless? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> I, mean, I had a little little router, and then I had to like connect my the Ethernet to like little stuff that I was using, which sucked. But you know, over time, I ain't that young. I'm 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 a two thousands. You know, I still know a little bit. Of stuff. Let's see, you're two thousands. We're early nineties. <laughs> Brian is like what ninety? Ninety one. Ninety one. Ninety one. He's two years. He's two years older than me. I'm ninety three. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's still a difference between early nineties to like the two thousands. Huge leap in technology. Yeah, that is true. 
I was gonna say, and like you know, was it different? And culture too. Yeah, completely different culture. Cause by then, that's whenever a lot of uh in the two thousands, I know that uh a lot of the nineties stuff was being washed out and mm-hmm. you know faded out. Yeah, and changed and altered, all and all that stuff. There was a lot more. Uh, a lot more of uh, comfort, like we're comfortable here. There wasn't a lot of movement, a lot of uh, fights to do better. Not like it is now. Question. Yes. Do y'all believe like the white industry is kind of wiping out the black industry, if that makes sense, as in like music life? <laughs> I like how you're at, you're quite like you. You have very valid questions, right? Very valid yeah, questions. It's like, but these questions right. are triggering. I'm I tell you, hey, I said I was gonna be safe today and, and be positive because we're trying to we're trying to establish like excellence. We're still uplifting. It's still okay. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uplift with the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, I would love your opinion on that, Brian and Dave. <laughs> See, to me, uh, to me, from what I've seen, right, it's not that it's being washed out. It's more that it's being, uh, it's there. There's an attempt to assimilate or to incorporate, you know, to to try to bring it together, but done in like they want to do it their way. You know? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slow. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Reverse. Reverse. Yeah. Yeah. When you say bring it together, I'm going to need you to specify on that, maybe, please. Meaning that they want to accept the media, you know, black media as it is, because they might see it as lucrative in some kind of, an, in one way or another, you know. They might see it as like, hey, this is, you know, profitable for them. You know, they can make a profit out of it. But they want to bring it into their world to, you know, boost it, but they want to do it their way, you know. Give me an example, like when you say boost it. Uh, let me give you. Uh, let me think of a good example. Um, fuck. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give you an example, right? Uh, now, right. now, I just thought about. I just thought about an example. When the movie Get Out came out, right? <laughs> tell me, like you can tell. That that yeah, movie straight to the gun, boy. Yes, like I I like I cocked <laughs> it, like I cocked it. That that movie, that movie right there, right? <laughs> was was at first, whenever they people found out who was making it and all that stuff, like you know everything that was going on with it, it was strictly it was strictly mostly black, right? It was pro black the entire production, all the way to the finished product right mm-hmm. so this was like mostly like all black people working on this right it was mm-hmm. like i said it was pro-black mm-hmm. from what i remember until that movie came out it shook a lot of the industry and it shook a lot of uh <laughs> racist yeah race racial racial uh, racist people uh fear yep yeah, a lot of racial fears, even though that's not what it what it was for, right? But obviously, they had those, you know, it, it had those 
uh, those tones, mm-hmm. but that's not what it was all about, right? It was still a psychological thriller. It was still a horror mm-hmm. movie, but if you want to, you know, it's up to you if you want to bring out like if, if well, all you got from it was it's racist, which yeah, I mean, it's see, gonna magnify. Yeah, if you if you magnify that, is that's all you're focused on? You're only magnifying that because everything else like before that was very uh drama comedy rom-com everything was you know a drama made to where everything was loud and you know fighting and like there's a lot of disagreements and in, in in the movies with you know f- like mostly featuring black people you know there was a lot of like a drama a lot of drama nothing to do with like you know them being you know a, a, a loving black family or nothing like that. It was just a lot of drama within that stuff, within their circle. It wasn't until that movie came out when people were like, oh, it's a racist movie. No, it's not. It's a psychological thriller. But, you know, it shook up a lot of people's fears. You, you understand me? Yes, I can, I can see that. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Brian, your take? And Hannah, re-ask me the question again, please. Uh, do you feel like the white media is kind of like trying to wipe out the black media? <sighs> like as far as to like artists, like new black artists, <clears throat> not just everything that's surrounding or going on. Okay, so are you asking in a positive or in a negative? Either one. Mm-hmm. Let me hear from both perspectives. But you can start off just because we're being uplifting. You can start off as positive. Okay. Well, yeah. Let let me hear your positives. Let me find some. Well, the positive at least we're at least we're getting acknowledged. It's the the acknowledgement itself. It acknowledged in itself, you know, at least for our greatness. Because, like I said, we are great actors. We are great musicians. We have the talent. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can go out there and watch a great love movie. You can go out there and watch a great inspiring movie, a family movie, uh, music as well, or even a play, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, we, I mean, we are being seen and we are being heard. Sometimes it, is it in the right tone? No. But at the end of the day, it does represent us. You know? Yeah. yeah. But so, you know, I'm, just to go back to your little question earlier. Yeah. You know, you had asked um, about, you know, the women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to give you a little, little something. something. Um, it's not that brothers tend to look outside the race for whatever reason whether it be a stereotypic reason or sometimes it could just be mainly we just don't have the patience it's not necessarily our women ourselves i mean um, themselves it could it could be the men too not wanting to deal sometimes with a strong woman because it's a balance so yeah. just to go back to that question, but I mean, yes, there are some times where, you know, you might encounter something you're not willing to deal with mm-hmm. or 
<laughs> not not Look, I'm not going to say this or that, but to... How can I say this in a respectful way? Not fight, but sometimes you you do gotta you do gotta buck. But now I'm not saying you know in a physical way, but in a, in a, in an emotional way. Yeah. You know, you gotta remember our women been through a lot, and yeah. they've seen a lot of what we've been through. Sure. So sometimes they could be doing things to make us stronger, but it's coming on to us in a different way. So that just goes back to answering your question as far as like. Um, you know, men saying, you know, oh, you know, I want to be with a black woman or, you know, hey, I'm I'm looking outside the race. You know, t- that's the touch on yeah. that. that, t- that so, yeah. Question, uh, and I don't mean to like, you know, cut you off or nothing, but whenever you say, you know, the our brothers want something that, you know, we're not ready for something that we can't handle, correct? So, are you saying those, our brothers that look outside of the race and aren't ready for something that we can't handle so do are you implying that they go out and look for something that they can handle so that way they could kind of make themselves feel like superior to you know whoever they're handling no. does that make sense i don't think yeah i don't think I don't, superior not, is the right word yeah, yeah not like that no 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 so what what terms would you put it in um because I mean, I think like, it's just to 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 lessen the battle. Yes. Because I I can put it I could put it this way, right? Well, from what from what I know again, and from what I've heard from you know, uh, hey, I'm listening. I'm just from, use the restroom. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, from what I've seen and what I heard from friendships and stuff like that, you know, um, it's always a constant battle of who can do who the worst or who who uh you know who gets hurt the most like you know who has it tougher than who and there's a lot of times where people don't want to deal with that fight or don't want that fight and sometimes you know with just when two people come from the same struggle you get put into a situation like oh my struggle was worse than yours type of thing and you don't want to deal with that so I, th- I think that's what he was going with is that you'd rather go find somebody else that can, you know, <clears throat> that well, you don't have to fight that fight of like, I struggled harder than you. It's more like, oh, I understand you. And, you know, we can just kind of work together, you know, to better ourselves in a way. Right. There's some someone along the lines of that. Um... <sighs> I'm going to say this. It's a, it's, a, it's a science behind it. It's truly a science behind it. Uh-huh. And it goes a long way back. I'm going to say this. Um, there was a time period where it was balanced and it was equal. Yeah. For both the black man and the black woman. And I don't want to get too much in detail about it, but we were divided. You know, there were certain entities, to go back to your question, there were certain entities that were outside of our race that destroyed both of our homes, that created a program that allowed black women to, you know, take the man away from the picture with the welfare program. You know, that created welfare checks that they got every month or every week, depending on the state and their situation. So the black man got pushed aside. 
and then for so long, um, without without being shown the you know having that same love, yeah. like not trying to be racist, but like you're not growing up seeing that, you're not going to portray that. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't see, you know, a black man with a black woman, yeah. If you if you're not constantly shown that, like like you said earlier. You know, you don't walk into that shoe. You you cross, you know, you cross the tracks. You go on the other side and go and go catch the, you know, saying go play in the other grass. You know. Oh, like so. like how uh, kind of like how we were taught to uh, if the 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 same stereotypical mindset to where if you see yeah. a black man walking your way across to the other side. Yeah, we were doctrinated to. I would say demise each other instead of loving each I other. I bet. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, I like I I understand that bit. But you David. You said how about me? Yeah, does this answer any of your questions? It did, it did. But did you end up answering the question that I had asked? No, the media, the media, he completely deviated from the media question. <laughs> media question? Yeah. <laughs> the media question. You, you, um, didn't, you didn't give it, a... It needs to be more balanced. It needs to be more balanced, bro. We're not, we're not seeing better of ourselves. You know, to me personally, I feel like we got, like, all right, movies. We have gangster movies instead of empowering movies. You yeah. know, you don't see a lot of love movies. You know, you get a lot of sad movies. Um, <laughs> you know, it needs to be a balance I mean, or or slave movie. That's why you say with the media. I feel like okay. So let me let me put it to you this way, right? Let me ask you this question, right? Me or Brian? Or, or, well, yeah. bo- bo- both of you, both of you, because you know this is still goes back to to the media question. Um, right. How do you feel about the uh, Will Smith movie that he made for Apple TV Plus? What do you make? Uh, it's a movie. Hang on, let me see. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Give me a quick second. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what you're talking about? The one he just did, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Um, damn, what's the name of the movie? What's the name of the whisper movie? Emancipation. <laughs> that okay. Emancipation, and it's about uh, uh, you know, a slave who got freed, learned to uh, I don't know exactly, I, don't, I haven't seen the movie. But uh, supposedly he learned, he, like he escaped or was freed, something like that. And uh, no, I think he was sold to another farm, to another plantation. And he escaped and he went back to save his family from another plantation. And had to fight in the war. I think so. I don't. I don't know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he had so, to fight in war. He had a civil war. Uh, oh, oh, during a civil war. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was doing Civil War. I, I wasn't really much interested in it. It right. just, you know, it was, it was just Will Smith in another movie. But he did say that he felt very much appreciated. He felt a lot more appreciation for that time period and for the person that he portrayed. And the question was, how do we feel about it? Yeah, because he said, you know, because Brian said that... uh like it's a lot of uh there's no actual love movies you know no real love movies you get a lot of uh think like a man movies 
No. Like, I haven't seen the movie, but, I mean, if there is, like, you know, as you said, like, he goes to another plantation to go see, visit his family, I feel like there should be low-key, like, a lot more movies as such, because I feel like sometimes black people kind of forget, like, you know, their time period and what we had to go through um, as far as to history. And, you know, as Will Smith said, you know, he was greatly appreciated to, you know, be able to play that role. I feel like that kind of like, I mean, I don't know how Will Smith is as a person and how much like how, you know, appreciated he is with like history. But I feel like me as like myself, if I was to play that role, that would be something big for me because then I'm like, I'm like, okay, now I know what the slaves had to go through. Now I know the struggles and how, you know, or what the feeling is to go this or try to run away from a plantation to another plantation just to go see my family just to go say hey and tell them i love them and not too sure if i'm gonna see them again because they might be in another plantation if that makes sense so i feel like there should be a lot more movies as such like that because i feel like that kind of reminds black people the roots and um and less less violence behind all that if that makes sense yeah Mm. I, I understand. I understand your point. You're saying so you could keep it more like uh to keep the to keep the history alive but better you know, to feel more appreciated of what of what has come out of it. Is yeah. that what you mean? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because Brian said that he got he he was tired of seeing so many uh black movies I about black movies. Yeah. Very really say slave movies why they were inaccurate uh go back to your question about the media bro let me tell you something they don't want to show you how bad this that that slavery was they don't they don't okay. you don't they don't want to show you how bad but let me give you let me give you a little some some news you can use yeah. like i said in my introduction there's a movie called goodbye uncle tom's cabin that you can watch on YouTube. You really want to see how bad slavery was? If, if you know, that's that's gonna show you how bad slavery was. If you really, but me personally, I don't like slave movies because they don't depict slavery how it really was. But as far as the um, MS, uh, Will Smith movie, mm-hmm. uh, I I haven't watched it, but I will say this: <clears throat> if you Google the word emancipated. It just means a transfer of power. So if you go back to what the Civil War was fought over, it was fought for the power of the right to own slaves. And when the South lost, mm-hmm. guess who won? The rights over blacks. The, uh, the country? The government. Yep, the country. Uh, so that's all I'm like talking about, emancipated. Okay, so, and what did they do right after that? They built prisons. I, uh, so someone on, on the chat, since we're streaming this live, asked a question. Uh, what's the video on YouTube called? The movie. Oh, oh. oh, what is it called? Goodbye, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Goodbye, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Mm-hmm. It's you want the kid? Huh? huh? It's a 1972 movie. Yeah, it was fresh. It was fresh, boy. <laughs> it says it's available on Amazon, but then it says it's not available. No. Go watch it on YouTube. They got it. Or uh <clears throat> movie websites online. 
<laughs> one of those websites where you can watch your movies. Yeah, yeah. One of the, as long as it's safe, you know. Make sure you use yeah, a VPN. Yeah. Use a VPN. Don't don't let the people steal your information. I always feel like. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. But uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of those movies. There's a there is a very famous one, uh, Color Purple. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a very famous one. That's the one that everybody goes to. It's so popular. This this has been memed too. Mm-hmm. It's been made fun of too for so long. That shit's even funny. There goes uh, Django too. But that's the thing, like with movies like Django and stuff, they're they're, they're yeah, they're they're uh, no, they're Hollywood up, meaning they're more exaggerated. Yeah, there's a lot of exaggeration. There's a lot of changes to make it more appealing to the public. Yeah, that's that's another thing too with with the way that uh, a lot of white media is portrayed is spruced up you know it's it, it's you know altered to make it more appealing to everybody again that's why uh uh get out was also like scary for a lot of people and why it also caused a, a big commotion yeah. because people were like whoa well you know, like, whoa, what is this? This, is, this doesn't feel very comfortable for me. Yeah. Completely bypassed the whole, it's a scary movie. You're like, it's a racist movie. No, it's not. It's like saying Us is a scary movie. It's not. I mean, Us is a racist movie. It's not. It's a fucking terrifying movie. Us was very confusing. How was it confusing? I just, I don't know. I didn't, I mean, I kind of understood it, but at the same time, it was just... I don't think I was really like paying attention to it. Were you medicated? <laughs> were you medicated at the time? No, I was not medicated. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes a lot of sense when you're medicated. I can tell you that much. <laughs> you was medicated when you watched it. I, one of those movies, social commentary movie. Yeah, see, a lot of movies that uh, uh, Jordan Peele makes are. Uh, social commentaries no but there are still horror movies there's still scary movies thrillers so you know the main genre is there it's just an underlying social commentary yeah RoboBeth on the on the chat this is just said that you know it's a social commentary that's what they felt hmm Mm-hmm. Who, uh, who was that by? Uh, what do you mean? The comments? Yeah. Uh, Beth, the Robo Beth. Oh. Yeah, but uh, all right. Um, y'all want to go ahead and finish this off here? Cause uh, we can keep talking about black media, but I'd rather save that for another for another yeah. episode. Yeah. No. No. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll and for that I want to bring in a uh. If I can, right? I want to bring in uh, the the digital content creators that I know, you no, know, black content creators that I know that are one speaks his mind. Like, if y'all don't know, follow Mister Taco Bob nineteen ninety six. That man is pro black everything, pro black women, pro black 
that like you know businesses everything but he will tell you when you're out of pocket he will not stand for ignorance and that man was very 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 outspoken like hilarious to watch very outspoken you know i, I want to have him on just so we can talk more about it especially mm-hmm. digital content creation because everything now is digital content creation this is what we're doing now yeah. uh it's how david is you know running his business mm-hmm. uh you know it's all digital content creation uh so we can talk about that next time for sure so uh you know i want to see if i can bring in mr taco bob 1996 and mr solid mr d solid x uh these two people are very they whenever i first met them they were you know local very small content creators and then they just boomed over in their own fields you know their own respective fields and both of these people are very good friends together and they're good friends of mine so i want to see if i can bring them on here hopefully next time we'll see uh but yeah so appreciate everybody for uh, being here you know listening to us thank you for uh watching this video if you're watching this over on youtube or if you're watching this here on the stream um we stream this every sunday we have been lacking the last couple weeks uh but hey you know i'm trying to keep a uh i'm gonna try to keep a, a rhythm right uh i'm gonna try to stay consistent this year um i want to thank my co-hosts my guest stars today Mr. Brian and Mr. David. Uh, David, you want to say, uh, you know, you want to retell everybody uh, about your about your business. A new drop coming soon. Just posted a video, um, and uh, I say you guys go check it out with the Instagram page is YUSO WRLD. Um, if you don't believe us, and or if you don't believe in the brand now, you'll be wishing that you believed us. Five years ago, um, I guess I don't know. Yeah, but I, I there's no. I'm putting a lot of uh, work into it, um, into my craft, and it's not sloppy work. And um, I'm, I'm, I saw the video, and I'm, I'm, I'm digging the, uh, the, uh, the sweats, the pants that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be cargos, but the 3D animation to add cargos on a, on a figure is pretty hard. So mm. that was my fault. No, no, it's, yeah. it, they still look nice. The cargos look nice. Uh, uh, as soon as, as soon as you know they drop, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll probably get me a pair if I can. For sure. If they don't sell out. Man. Tell them, yeah. tell them where they can find the video. Oh, I, I typed it in it. chat. So I okay. typed it in chat. Yeah. I made sure that people let people know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, appreciate you guys for being here, for teaching me some new things, and for including me in the conversation. Again, I'm just, I'm just, you know, third. Uh, I'm just here from the outside looking in. I was raised around it, but again, I don't have a lot of say in it. So, hey, you know, and I uh, appreciate everybody for being here. Uh, this I will post this uh, probably on Tuesday, which would be what the seventh, February seventh. Yeah, so it will be. It'll be there. It'll be there on everywhere you listen to podcasts on YouTube. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. You no. Know, Listen to us, rate us, like, subscribe, whatever the the uh, language is over on your favorite site. 
yeah. I, thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for watching the good show, man. And we hate, we love to see you next time. Bye, some more news you can use. <laughs> yeah, bye, everybody. <laughs>